Hello, I'm India and welcome to My Way to Nowhere, a podcast for all the crazy and random thoughts in all of us. Grab your tea, sit back and enjoy travel stories, feminist rants, music geeks and so much more. talking about seeking discomfort and the three men that changed my life. I will also be having a chat with my incredible friend Nico about traveling, living life unconventionally and the way we met. We are of course going to be starting with the good news of the day but I just have to warn you about something. If you can hear rain in the background I'm in the middle of a storm. This wouldn't normally be a problem, but I live on a boat and this is just part of the adventure. With that said, today I'm going to be talking about Crystal Ambrose. Crystal Ambrose, also known as Crystal Ocean, is an environmental scientist studying marine debris and plastic pollution in the Bahamas. After sailing across the Pacific Ocean in 2012 to study the Western Garbage Patch, Crystal was inspired to return home to the Bahamas to spark the plastic pollution revolution. Her career in the environmental field spans over a decade and for the last six years she has been working diligently on plastic pollution research and education in her country. In 2013 she began the Plastic Beach Project, a citizen science based initiative that studied plastic concentrations on the beaches. Her passion for the issue led her to develop and launch Bahamas Plastic Movement. Over the years, Crystal has devoted her time and energy to youth development in the marine sciences with a focus on plastic pollution. In 2018, Crystal and her youth delegation successfully engaged the government of the Bahamas in banning all single-use plastics. She is such a badass. I feel like that's been added to my bucket list, going to the Bahamas and volunteering in her charity. As if it's not everybody's bucket list to go to the Bahamas. Anyway, she is incredible and I admire her so much. What does discomfort mean to you? Would you ever seek it? Are you happy being comfortable or do you thrive being in uncomfortable situations? These are questions I ask myself constantly. I am a person who thrives by seeking discomfort. The idea that I get comfortable somewhere or by doing something absolutely terrifies me. And I wish I was exaggerating for the purpose of the podcast, but I'm not. I've grown up traveling and being in situations that no other kids my age were going through. And yes, it was hard sometimes, but I know that I wouldn't be who I am without it. A few years ago, I was on YouTube and I saw a YouTube video called Abandoned in Paris with no money, Wild Night with Strangers. I definitely thought it was clickbait, but having been born in Paris, I was intrigued. Imagine losing your wallet and being completely alone in a city you've never been to and don't speak the language of with absolutely no support from anyone you know. I was hooked. Three guys, Amar from Egypt, Matt from Canada, and Thomas from Sweden. Met by coincidence, connected, and the rest is history. Their YouTube channel, Yes Theory, is all about the power of strangers, pushing yourself to become the best version of you and seeking discomfort. 
watching their videos of asking a stranger to go on a road trip to Mexico on the spots, or asking an Uber driver to skydive on the spot, or being in a foreign country where you don't speak the language and relying on the kindness of strangers. It got me so motivated to travel, make friends and do the unthinkable. I have always traveled, but the idea of solo traveling never seemed so fun. With Yes Theory comes the amazing community of Yes Fam, a bunch of like-minded people whose goals are to be kind, stretch the idea of comfort and just be awesome. I know that no matter where I am in the world, I instantly have friends. Without Yes Theory, I wouldn't have lived as many experiences as I had. Travelling by myself to Italy for three months at 17, moving to London and Paris, travelling around France and Spain, and most importantly, I would have never met Nico. I am Nico, I'm half Spanish and half English, grew up in both countries, and I'm a vegan, and I am doing this. Perfect. Do you want to talk about how we met? This is like one of my absolute favorite stories. How did we yeah. meet, Nico? Well, you made me cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little like thing. It ended up in hospital. <laughs> yeah, basically, and then we never talked until lockdown. <laughs> So, yeah, which was crazy, but yeah, tell me, tell, tell everyone. Yeah, so we met I know. in a Yes Theory meetup. So what is a Yes Theory meetup? So Yes Theory meetup is basically where the Yes family, who are kind of at the community that has been created with Yes Theory, the like influencers, YouTubers, whatever you want to call them, when they became famous, like the whole community grew around a world of people who are like-minded with stepping outside of the comfort zone and meeting people and it's basically a big get-together with like-minded people where you just yeah. have fun and enjoy and just spread love with a stranger and that's what Absolutely. we did basically. yeah and this was such a massive thing it was like publicized and i remember i saw it like a month mm. before and i was like i have to go this is incredible because like I've been following Yes Theory for so long and the thought of having a meet up with a bunch of people and I heard like there was going to be special guests and blah 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 I thought it was going to be so fun because we've seen it on their videos when they have meetups and stuff and honestly did not expect it to be like that good what was your yeah. story how how did you hear about it why did you go okay so I was living in a town near London, um, I was working as a flight attendant, and mm. that's how I ended up living there. I discovered yesterday, like a really long time ago. So um, when I got here, one of the first things that I did was join the WhatsApp and Facebook group um, of the Yes family, so the whole community mm. group. And I saw it published there. I was about to not go that day because I was really tired, and you know, just finished five days of working and. Wow. Yeah, just couldn't get the energy, but then, I don't know, something pushed me to go there, and I met amazing people. The next day, I ended up getting a tattoo that says yes, which is yeah. And it was just a beginning of a new phase where lots of people just joined my path in life. Yeah, it 
was it was incredible. Kind of the same happened to me, and I remember us talking about it. But I was I don't I think I was supposed to go on a weekend away that weekend because I was working, and um, for some reason I wasn't. Well, I didn't stay the whole time, and I got back to London. And I completely forgot about it, and I don't think I was like was tired of working like you. And I called my mum, and she was like, "The Yes Theory meetup because she loves Yes Theory because of me. Um, the Yes Theory meetup is tomorrow. You have to go." And I was just like, "I don't know. I don't have time." Blah blah blah. And then I was just like, "Okay, I'm just gonna go because it seems fun." But also, she told me to bring my ukulele, which uh-huh. was funny because then I was known as the ukulele girl. Ukulele and then people girl. would come up to me and be like, are you a ukulele girl? I was like, I think so. But <laughs> yeah, I arrived and I was so nervous. We both went by ourselves. Yeah, we were alone. I think the first thing I saw was the board. What did it say? It had questions. It had like yes, the walls were full of paper and you had your sharpies and in each piece of paper there was this question and everyone was writing down the answer so it was like where are you from what's your biggest fear um what do you want in life and your yeah. biggest dream that was yeah, it really went, amazing you, know, you can walk around and read other people's stories and i don't know it was just really I don't know, I felt like I did gather a sense of community by doing, you know, after doing that, you already felt like you knew people. Absolutely, and you could speak to everyone, like, freely. I, I'm not really a type of person to just go up to someone and, like, talk to you. Well, I wasn't. But I remember that day just speaking to everyone and being like, yeah, you're my friends. Like, <laughs> like what's yeah. up? I didn't have any fears at all. And, exactly. yeah, it was, it was incredible kind of walking around and looking at people's stories oh yeah what's your story i did not know how to write that one that was really tough i feel especially because we've done a lot as in we've been in lots of places and you know have lots of small stories so when you want to tell like what's your story there's so much stuff behind it that you just can't resume it in one sentence absolutely it was crazy do you remember the first like actually meeting me because i remember meeting you and it was i don't think i've ever met someone that way we started talking with the papers right it was in the group it was the the challenge of get five people and go in a circle and talk about your regrets was it your regrets Mm -hmm. it was i was what was it it was, I was going to say it was very deep. Yeah, oh, it was so deep. And I sat down next to you and you and you said these things and I was like, oh my God, I totally relate. And this is crazy. And I'm like, this is so cool. And then slowly getting terrified that it's my turn. <laughs> going like, what am I going to say? Um, but I remember it being like really cool. And then Brittany was there, our friend. Mm. And we met her in that circle, and then all three of us kind of just stayed together the whole time. Yeah, and we played so... like a little trio. Yeah, and then we so... kind of leave really after your little incident. Ex- uh... <laughs> there wasn't much option. 
there wasn't like throughout the whole meetup there was like we were having great time i remember um being asked to sing and being like well i can't say no here <laughs> being like i'm in a yes theory meetup i can't say no and then that was amazing and i have to say that you was like, one of my f- amazing Thank you made you. me cry you sang <laughs> you sang adele um mm-hmm. hometown glory yeah and you just put shivers through my like my whole body wasn't shivers. Mm, darling that's so kind that was honestly like one of my the best performance of mine because it was just the energy in that room was unmatched like whoa it was crazy and then i can't remember who but someone danced so beautifully girl i think this was from um denmark yes that's true and it's oh, she was um, so nice oh youth she danced the song youth it was incredible like yeah. really really incredible and yeah like the whole energy was incredible oh and we have to talk about the guest the amazing oh, guest yeah. Stefano. He's incredible. Yeah. He um, was in one of the Yes Theory videos. Incredible video, which was Pop Your Life, Give Your Room to Someone Else. Exactly. And he was the first person that Thomas went up to when he was in Sweden. And he went to America and then someone else went to Sweden. It was an amazing video and he is an incredible human being. I can't even begin to explain. He's a motivational speaker and the things he said, they really just touched me. It was a perfect end. Everyone's just sitting down and getting quiet, just listening to him. I'm like, you're amazing. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's so kind and everything. Yeah. Yeah, what a great end. So when we were sitting down and watching... His speech. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when it ended, I stood up. You stood up. I I felt like there was just a little problem in my knee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Someone help me, please! I can't walk." <laughs> and everyone did, which was amazing. And everyone really, really, really helped me, and it was incredible. But um, ended up um, tearing my ACL somehow. Yeah. And who came with me to the hospital? Nico and Brittany came with me to the hospital and it was one of the kindest things that anyone has ever done. So thank you for that. No worries. I love you, babes. (laughs) (laughs) I have two options. Number one would be to edit our originally two hour long chat into 10 minutes or to just edit out our full hour of us laughing and have two parts of this interview. I'm going with the latter. In part two, we'll be talking about our lives seeking discomfort, having two nationality and to give you a heads up, part two's drinking game phrase is, "Mm, yeah, 100%, you might not make it to the end. Thank you so much for listening to part one and see you in a second.